0: So as we were thinking last time, we are bearers and bringers of hope. God has filled us with hope. The, we have Jesus, the hope of glory in our hearts. Uh, we looked at that last time and remember too that we looked at last time about from 1 Peter 3, how we're always to be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us. We are those that are to ever be ready to share and testify to the great hope we have in our wonderful Lord Jesus, the great hope we have for the wonderful destiny and future that God is carrying us towards. You know, we are those that contain and carry such a precious, priceless commodity, and that is that hope. That hope in us, it is a source of joy for us, uh, Romans 12.12 12 talks about us rejoicing in hope. Hope gives us a reason to rejoice. Uh, because of the great hope we have in Christ, uh, we can always find strength to celebrate. And so many people are without hope in these days. So many people have had their hopes crushed and uh, their hopes dwindling and uh, dying uh, dampened down by the length of this pandemic and uh, 12 weeks has become 12 months and even more and uh, people's hope is really really struggling but we are those who always carry and are ready to share the great hope that is in us i think we shared last time that our neighbors had brought a new puppy And they called it hope. Uh, Obviously, people are uh, beginning to rediscover a bit of hope with the impact of the vaccines and the virus numbers falling and the number of deaths falling. And we give thanks to God for that. But we know that we look beyond science and we know that the hand of the Lord is behind that. We find our hope and our help in the Lord, our God. Martin Luther King Uh, talked frequently about an infinite hope as he was seeking to inspire change in the USA and bring about uh, racial equality for black people and uh, hope sees light even when we are surrounded by darkness Uh, there is always hope because God is always there um to have no hope, hopelessness, is hell itself. Jürgen Moltmann, a famous theologian, uh, says that. And then he makes reference to Dante's picture of hell. And above the doorway or the entrance to hell, Dante has these words. Leave behind all hope, you who enter here. To live without hope is to live a hellish experience. Uh, Thankfully we are those who carry the hope of God that burns bright within us and we can point people to that hope and we can fan into flame uh, the hope that is dying or dwindling in people because of the great hope that we have. Our hope comes from the God of hope. Uh, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We, God, who is the source of our hope, he is the God of hope, and he has for us a plan for a future and a hope. That was a promise to the people of Israel, and it's as true for us as it was for them, God has always got a future full of hope for you and for me because of all that Christ has won for us through his death and his resurrection. It's Jeremiah 30, 23 and 11. If you want to uh, look it up, God is the giver and sustainer of the hope that we have, and we don't just have a hope, but we actually abound. In hope, the scripture says there, you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that causes hope to abound in us. And uh, Jesus is the one that brings abundant life and the Spirit releases abundant hope in us and through us. What a wonderful gift. And hope is part of that famous biblical uh, trilogy, Faith, Hope and Love. And the greatest of these is love. Love is the bridge, you see, that carries us into God's uh, future and into all eternity. Faith won't be needed when we see Jesus face to face. And uh, when God's new creation fully comes, our hopes will be totally fulfilled. Uh, and love is what will carry on forever and ever and ever. But uh, you're work of love or uh, work of faith labor of love and patience of hope we are those that uh, patiently wait full of the hope that god gives us and we we need to be people of patience in these days don't we we need to patiently see this through until this pandemic comes to an end and uh, we're coming uh, in this next few months to the end of that time patience thankfully is a part of the fruit of the spirit. So we are so wonderfully equipped, empowered and resourced by the Lord uh, through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit to be that people that contains and carries such a priceless and a precious hope. Uh, And then this third scripture here from Proverbs, hope deferred makes the heart sick you know when our hopes are dashed when our hopes are crushed when our hopes are killed when our hope expires it makes us makes us ill makes us sick it doesn't do as good in our bodies and in our souls and in our spirits but when the desire comes it is a tree of life you know there's something life-giving when our hopes are fulfilled when our dreams become reality Every one of us knows the experience of those two things. You know, Gene and I, we, we were uh, desperately wanting to have children and we were trying hard and our, our hopes were not being fulfilled and uh, our faith and our hope was getting smaller and smaller uh, as each passing month and then each passing year went by. I think it was uh, seven years we couldn't have children. And uh, we we went for medical uh, investigations as people would. Jean had difficulties with her ovaries; uh, and there were complications there. I had problems; my seed wasn't very strong. So putting those two things together, uh, there wasn't a lot of hope. And a, a doctor sat opposite the table from us, and she said, "I'm very very sorry, but we can't offer you any hope. We can't." Really help you, and then within, and at that point, you feel your hope dashed and your faith just drops into your boots. But within a matter of weeks, Jean had fallen pregnant, and the Lord had miraculously intervened, and our hope soared, and uh, it was life-giving, and it was energy, and it was joy, and it was pleasure. Uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I think what we're seeing right now is a lot of people suffering because their hopes have been dashed and have been uh, put uh, put back or actually put an end to. And uh, they're not enjoying the joy and the pleasure of seeing their hopes come to pass. There's an interesting verse in Haggai 2 verse 7 talks about Jesus potentially as the desire of the nations scholars are divided as to whether the verse means the desire of all the nations being fulfilled or whether it's referring to messiah Jesus as the desire of the nations so some say one some say the others and some say it likely means both but if we if we did understand that as Jesus was the desire of the nations when the desire comes jesus is the one that can fulfill all desires so when jesus comes it's a tree of life and jesus to his death and resurrection the tree of life was a priceless gift access to it was a priceless gift from god wasn't it they would live forever jesus is the one through whom we come to god and we can have life and life forevermore eternal life so as we Uh, share our hope that gives people opportunity to come in contact with Jesus and to have access to eternal life once again to have their hopes fulfilled in and through him so let us not be shy of sharing the hope that we have in Jesus and then this verse from Hebrews which talks about uh, the hope set before us the hope is in Christ set before us, which we're to lay hold of, we're to seize, we're to grasp, Uh, we're to grab tightly and firmly. You and I have to keep a hold of hope. Hope keeps our head above the waters when the storms and the tides of life seek to overwhelm us. We must always keep our hope focused on all that Jesus has done for us and all that Jesus is doing for us and all that Jesus will do for us and the great and glorious future, which he is calling us to and moving us towards. Because that hope you see is an anchor for the soul, sure and steadfast. It enters the presence, the uh, throne room of heaven uh, and right into the presence of God. Jesus is the forerunner who's gone before us and we are anchored into the presence of God how wonderful is that? We have a sure, a certain, a steadfast, a safe uh, anchor to hold us tight in the love and the life and the light of God. A safe berth, a safe harbor and uh, a source of rescue and salvation amidst the storms and trials and difficulties of life. God is so, so good to us. It is an incredible hope that He's poured into you and into me. I think we talked last time. Uh, Jean had entered this year, and uh, hope was her big thing for this year. And she'd started to do some uh, uh, what do you call these? I can't remember now. Anacronyms, acronyms. Acro- an acronyms of hope. And I found I found a couple uh, uh, these last couple of days. Hope, H O P E. Hold on pain ends. Uh, When God takes us into that glorious future, he has ready and waiting for us the great hope we look forward to. There's no more pain. There's no more tears. There's no more suffering. There's no more death. There's no more sickness. All pain ends as our hope is fulfilled. And hold on. Be patient every day uh, with patience. And in that hope, we persevere day by day, And uh, this is a great quote by Tom Wright, uh, one of my favorite theologians. He says, hope for the Christian is not wishful thinking or mere blind optimism. It is a mode of knowing, a mode within which things are possible, which new things are possible. Options are not shut down. New creation can happen. In and through that great hope, We are always looking for God to intervene, for God to come and do something new, for God to break in with heaven on the earth and God to bring his new creation to bear in the here and the now. And we must always, always keep those options open because there is always, always hope. Hope shapes our worldview. It's a worldview that is uh, absolutely... Defined by God's resurrection life and God's new creation, uh, we know deep within the core of our being uh, where we're coming from and where we're going to. We know that we've been rescued uh, from sin and death and evil, and we know we're going to that great and glorious new creation where everything is made right and everything is made perfect forevermore that we will rule and reign with God in his paradise uh, Eden um, perfected uh, beyond all measure that is the great desire for God's new creation that that hope uh, puts within us hope connects us with the future God has made and God has ready for us it's the seed that's planted in us to remind us of the bright and better and glorious future that God has in store for us. You know, another time in our lives where our hope was really, really challenged was uh, Jean fell pregnant and we believed that was a miraculous intervention by God, but then she fell ill and she needed emergency surgery and uh, Rebecca she was carrying wasn't very very old and there was a real danger to Jean's life and a danger to the baby's life rebecca's life and so uh, our hopes were seriously challenged and we really had to trust and hold on uh, that god would bring them both through and thankfully he did Uh, and again we knew such pleasure as uh, that desire for them both to live came that great hope fulfilled Uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick uh, but when the desire comes it is a tree of life may we be the source of many finding access to the tree of life and finding hopes fulfilled and realized in and through the power of Jesus you know we need to let our hopes not our hurts shape our future we don't look back to the bad things, the difficult things, the painful things that have happened. They will shape us and mold us and they will contribute to who we are. But we fix our eyes on where the Lord is taking us and we look to our glorious future and we let that future dictate how we live now and we call that future into the now because that's the kingdom of God coming in greater measure in and through our lives. He, this is what George Herbert says, he that lives in hope dances without music. I thought that was rather nice. I'm not very good at music and I'm not a very good dancer. But that one struck a chord with me. Uh, Excuse the pun. Uh, He who lives in hope dances without music. Hope. Places a joy deep within our soul and our spirit that just finds a way of expressing itself through how we live and uh, how we think and how we behave. Uh, Biblical hope, uh, this is my thought on the back of George Horbert's thought. Biblical hope is that melody in our spirits that causes us to dance to God's, to the tune of God's glorious new creation biblical hope is that melody in our spirits that causes us to dance to the tune of God's glorious new creation may that melody and may that tune of hope sing forth through our lives in ever greater measure in these days people are crying out for hope and may we truly be those that bear and bring hope to them